So glad you're here today. Uh, this is Mary from Mary's Home Sweet Home Creations and A to Z Parent Talk. And I'm here to talk about parenting. Um, A to Z Parent Talk is uh, this podcast. And Mary's Home Sweet Home Creations is my Facebook page, business page, and um, other things on there, videos that I do. So today on ABC Parent Talk, I'm going to be talking about a few more stress management techniques that I left off on in the last video. Um, this morning, uh, I've had a lot of things going on in my <clears throat> house that keeps me from doing these videos. So. Uh, I really need some of these stress management techniques um, on a daily basis um, and most people will have some point in their day where they will need to do some of these things to keep us on track and feeling good and calm about what we do and how we do it. Um, in the last video um, I talked about uh, some of the things that we could do when we feel stress and we feel like things are getting um, are progressing to where what our plan was and um, what our goals were for the day because of other outside things going on or uh, our own personal mood could change over certain things that happen if we react to them um, so one of those things I was talking about was going to your happy place and some people uh, will call it meditation and there's different types of meditation there's um, different meditations that go with different types of things like yoga and uh, praying is another way to de-stress if you are somebody that likes has a connection with that in praying and it does calm you down um, and makes you focus on uh, something positive and focus on what uh, what you want to have happen in your life and other people you love's life in the world and um, takes that focus off of the immediate situation that may be stressing you at that time. And for me, that works well uh, because I can uh, ask for help. Um, I, I happen to be a Christian. I believe in the Holy Spirit and the power that that Holy Spirit can give you for calmness, um, gives you for your even wisdom, knowledge that you would need for what it is you're doing, um, for your courage to continue on with what you are doing and what your goals are, um, and the, and even the courage to uh, be a parent, the courage to do the things you need to do as a parent and a wife or um, a mother-in-law, a sister-in-law, all of those family things, uh, husbands, um, that God helps me 
to have the ability to do those things better when I ask and also it makes helps me focus on maybe what needs to change and how uh, you know sometimes I I will after praying know what it is that I'm doing that I need to change so evaluating the situation some people like to write uh, journals that's another way you can calm yourself down and get things out writing down how what's going on with you and how you feel some people write to God some people write uh, to themselves and so however that works for you um, it is something that I've done where I journal or sometimes I write a poem sometimes I go in the kitchen and I bake which is some of the videos on my on my Facebook page uh, and even though um, you're doing something sometimes it just takes the focus off of the problem for a little bit until you can look at it and say oh wow I was really not being a nice person right then and I really let that situation blow things up so um, sometimes we just have to take a moment and I talked about the happy place and and that's a really simple one because um, no matter who you are or what you believe almost everyone has something they really love to look at to, to be a place they like to be at or a place they've been at maybe only once but they loved it there so putting that image in your mind and just relaxing breathing in and out and thinking about that place can really calm you down and put you in a better state of mind um, and there used to be a uh, over time there's been many many books and many ideas about uh, how to be more positive and how to um, move forward in it in your thoughts and in your actions in a positive way and um, one of the things that these programs that that I have taught um, with parenting is uh, having positive personal power and that's all about being able to uh, be positive in what you do even when it's maybe assertive things things you have to do with some courage and insert and assertiveness you can do that um, in a positive way or a negative way so um, some of those things concepts are are in these uh, parenting programs that you will see um, it's over time um, they talk some people talk about um, your uh, your uh, education your uh, forgetting the word that they use now but um, when you're oh self-education movement is one of the things that people are talking about and uh anyone who was around 
before we had computers, all these fancy technology. Um, and even after, we almost all are self-educating ourselves all the time. It just depends on what it is that you want to learn about. So if you're somebody that wants to learn more about how to be a better parent, you're going to seek that out. Or you're going to seek out other people who are parents and get some ideas from them or watch people around you that parent. Or you're going to go to a parenting class or you're going to go online and find people who are talking about parenting. Um, over time, my self-education has uh, changed constantly. Um, I've been sober for 37 years. So in the, in the very start of my self-education, I had a little bit before that, but I wasn't living a great life. So nothing was really sinking in very well until I got sober. And then it was all about that <clears throat> for several years. It was about staying sober, being sober, working the AA program, helping others stay sober. And, um, <clears throat> it was, it was a way of life for me. And I, um, was able to grasp the concepts of sobriety and the steps, work the steps several times with myself and my sponsor, and then do that with other women. <clears throat> now, that part of my life changed when um, I got married and I started having children. The idea uh, was that I still stay sober, but it was, up, it was on me to do that, and, my, and I always had a sponsor. Um, but having the ability to help others with their sobriety, um, as my, as I had more children and, um, that, that part changed a little. And then it became more of, um, some personal friends that were sober and we, and we talked about our sobriety and the meetings that I went to changed a little because they were mostly mothers and women. And then inviting people into my home who were not sober, just newly sober, changed because I had a family that was involved in any interaction in my home. So I had to be careful as a parent bringing anyone into my home that might not be ready to be sober or they were still having behaviors around um, not being sober. So, uh, before that, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> before getting sober and I was working with other people as their sponsors, um, there were several that would come and stay with me for a while until they got their, uh, sobriety under their belt and they were able to go out and, um, find a place to live and a job and all of that goes along with helping other people sometimes it's not just about one subject you might be helping them with other things um, but I loved doing that it kept me sober and the girls 
that I helped. Um, you know, all I could do is pray that God kept them going toward their, and they're sober today. But those connections don't always stay forever. So um, I just pray for all people who are struggling with addiction to get sober and clean. So anyways, I just wanted to share that a little bit because as you go on in your life, you're going to find other things. You're going to work for you to have your stress techniques might change or exercise will change. Uh, your ideas about family and children, all of those things change over time. Um, relationships. My relationship with my husband is completely different than any other relationship that I had. Uh, thank God <laughs> for that. Um, and I also know that, um, you know, that you will receive lots of information um, right now coming at you from everywhere on the um, internet and on the self-education uh, platform. And so you really have to decide what works for you, your family, and your ideas about what you want your life to be like. Um, I also have a spiritual life, and that spiritual life um, ha gets has deepened over time. And um, when I first got sober, I, I feel like my spiritual life was kind of like a like I didn't know that then, but it was a little bit like just beginning. And I did not understand some of the things that I understand today, but it kept me sober because I kept seeking and I kept staying there in that element of uh, wanting to be sober, studying the AA book, which actually came from a specific place, um, Joe and Charlie, and their whole story is very interesting, very important for people who want to be sober to learn about because as you get sober longer, um, you want to know why, why did this work for me and where did this even come from? And there's a Joe and Charlie uh, study that tells you all the things that happened from the very beginning and how that book was created and um i didn't know about that until i was 20 years sober and i started going to those studies and learning all about that so like i say as you go through your life you're going to find other things that are going to help you other things that are going to spark your interests, other things that fit better into your life at a certain time. So, um, not everything's going to work for everyone at, a, at every point in your life. And some things might not work anymore and you don't do that anymore or you put that aside. Um, I have all these books around me right now that I was getting ready to pack up and realized how many stages of life and thinking I have been through. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> you know, at certain times it worked for me. Um, I, I, this is kind of off track 
from the parenting thing, except the more you know about yourself and uh, where you want to be in your family and how what kind of parent you want to be and what kind of tools can you get to be a better parent, all of these things come from knowledge that you will receive and also actions. You might try something with your kids that doesn't really work for you. So you may have to try something different. But overall, um, there's it, your children want to please you. And they want to receive love from you. And how you give that to them is important. Um, and time. Giving people time. Even if it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your mother, your mother-in-law, your children, people really want time. They want some time with you. They want to know that you care enough about them to spend time with them. They want to know that you love them, that you care about them, that you want to listen to them, that you want to maybe give some help if you can. But sometimes it's mostly listening. So just make sure that you are aware of the things that are going on with your relationships also. Because your relationships can affect you and your children and your whole family. And sometimes the relationships that you cherish the most and that you have had the longest in your life will fail you because that person is no longer able to be in your life because of where they're at. <clears throat> and sometimes it's about protecting yourself from people who are not on track with their lives or not willing to love you the way they should. And sometimes it's about some hurts that are done to you that you just are not willing to allow that person to hurt again. You can forgive, but you may not be able to fully forget. You won't forget, but to allow them to come back to hurt you. So I have had those experiences, and that's the other side of Home Sweet Home Creations, um, that someday I will tell that story. But today, I just want you to know that you have the ability to be a good parent and there's so much for you to learn. And learning is what we're made for. If we are not feeling good about ourselves, we need to figure out why and seek out the things that will help us. So, um, because I've had so many different times in my life where I was learning different things and seeking out different things, um, that you really don't know uh, what direction you're going to go to learn certain things. And I believe that God is always preparing us for the next thing. We may not even know what that is. And down the line, we're going to say, wow, 
God really prepared me for this moment. God knew I needed that to get here. And so I rely on that a lot. And when I feel like something isn't right or there's something going on that doesn't look really right, uh, I stop because God will give you that gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's called discernment. So if you discern something's not right or you have to find out more about it to be okay with that, then you need to listen to that. Some people call that women's intuition. Some women have intuition just because they're they're women and they uh, they think differently than men. I still believe that. Um, and we we have a different makeup. We're made to nurture and love and care for our families and our children and our relationships and men are too but they also are ultimately um made to do and support and give their energy and um their ability to protect us our family their families protect their families to um you know these days almost all women and men work and uh so the supporting of the family is sometimes a duo thing now um but it's okay if it's not if you're a stay-at-home mom that's okay that's what you choose that's what you choose together and if it's something that you don't want and you want to have that ability um to keep your career or keep moving in up in your career um, you can do that too but somebody's got to be um, giving to the children and so whenever you are home with your children make sure you spend the time make sure you're giving to them what they need when you are home um, some of the things that you can do if you are at home a lot with your children and you need to uh, have some more um, find some other stress management techniques for that and even for going to work working can be stressful also um, making sure you have a, a exercise routine and if it's difficult for you to get there um, I used to have a, a group of women that we would trade off babysitting. Um, really, we were kind of like one big happy family because we were together so much. Um, they would um, sometimes stay in my home with the children and I would go exercise and then come back. And then, and then the other mom would leave and go work out. And then the other mom would leave and go work out. So we could, we're all kind of uh, hanging out together, making sure we're, all our needs were getting met and the children's. And um, sometimes they would decide, or I would, that I needed a little more income, so they would take a part-time job, and then we would switch off with that. 
So having support around you, whether it's your family or friends, is important for all of us um, to be able to get things done. When we have children, we can't just leave them. They're, they're not able to take care of themselves for a while. And even then, we have to be careful about that. If we expect our children to take care of each other at a certain age, they're not ready to do that. And um, we have to really um, find that support group so that we will feel comfortable when we're gone leaving our children, that they will be doing what we would be doing or loving them and taking care of them the way we would want them to and vice versa. So everyone um, who has that support system is going to have less stress because they can't, They well, first of all, they have other parents to talk to about things. They have uh, some examples to watch within um, that support group. And they also feel trust and with that person so that they can leave the home and go do things they need to do, whether it's work or exercise or um, learning a different skill. They might be taking a class. They might be learning how to use their creativity in a class or maybe learn something that's going to help them move up in their career. Or they may just decide to go back to school and get a degree that they've always wanted to. So having a support team around you, I call it a team because it for me it was a team. Um, and it's really, it was really important for me to be a healthy person and a healthy parent and in my community to be able to participate in my community um, also as a, a member of the community. So all of these things can happen for you as a parent. And um, so just figure out what it is um, that you need to do in your schedule to help you de-stress. And sometimes when your jobs get overwhelming, uh, you might have to take a little break before you come home to your family. That might be taking a half hour just listening to music or just doing something you like to do, like crochet or paint or work on a car if you're dad or, or work on a computer or just um, whatever it is that you enjoy doing. Take that half hour and then come it back into your family environment so you're there wholly for them. And um, that, that helps for people that are, have a very stressful job and they, and they don't want to bring it home to their family and just throw up on everyone. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> okay, so um, <clears throat> so those are some of the other stress techniques and a whole bunch of other story stuff that I wanted to share. So um, try something when you're feeling stressed. Try something and see how it works for you. Um, think about it. Maybe write about it. What can I do that's going to help me? when I'm feeling stressed? How am I going to handle 
the situation in front of me when I'm stressed. Sometimes parents have to take a time out themselves. If it's immediate uh, situation where you're getting overstressed. Uh, I've told many parents that the best thing you can do is just make sure your kids are in a safe place, go to the bathroom and stay in there for five or 10 minutes, however long you need to, to get calm down and go into your happy face, praying, uh, meditating, whatever it takes for you to come down from that place of uh, high stress, anger, frustration, whatever you're feeling, take that time out. It's important so that we all do not act out over these situations. Acting out can make everything worse and we want to be the best we can be and sometimes that means walking away and staying in a timeout till we get it together. We do it with our kids because they're acting out. You can also take that time away. Just make sure your kids are in a safe place. If you have a baby or a toddler, putting them in the play and pack is okay. For that long, they're not, they'll be fine. If the baby cries for 10 minutes, the baby will be fine. I know that I was one of those moms that always thought, pick the baby up, he's crying. And I held my babies a lot. I loved holding my babies. But I also learned that 10 minutes of crying is not going to hurt your baby, okay? And then when you come back, you're just gonna be in a better place to deal with it. Um, and so just remember that. It's okay to take a time out. Um, I'm gonna end this video here. And uh, next time we come back, we're gonna be talking about uh, communication. I was gonna try and talk about um, the fair fighting uh, method and how that works for situations where there there is some things that need to be worked out and what how do you handle that but today I think uh, we're going that's going to be on the next video because we've already gone uh, there a long time so anyways I hope you got something um, valuable out of this uh, session and I hope that you will try some of these techniques if you are aware of your stress and you're aware of where you're at you can stop and try these out um, just be aware that uh, it can happen to everyone it will happen to everyone um, parenting is not always easy and there are moments where you will love 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 being a parent and there will be moments when you won't love being a parent and you might have to take that time out and sometimes it's a matter of stages ages and stages don't forget that kids have ages and stages that they go through certain things so sometimes you need to realize where they're at and not take it personal it's not about you it's about where they are in their development so really think about that too before you take it all personal because the first time i had a child tell me they hated me i thought my heart broke in half 
like, what? You hate me? But guess what? They don't really hate me. They didn't really, they won't really hate you. They just know the word and they're feeling frustrated. <clears throat> so that's the word they use. And it might sting a little the first time a child tells you that. But you just love them right back and move on and it goes away. It's not something that's permanent because uh, you just keep loving them and doing what you do as a parent to keep them um, learning about how they should behave and following through. And they will love you in the end forever because you took the time, you were there for them, you listened to them, you communicated with them, you showed them what was right and wrong. All of that is what's gonna matter in the end. And so don't don't take everything personal. And when kids become teenagers, you're just you could just be having those days every day because they go through hormones and different stages and you just gotta be there for them. Be there for them. Don't give up on them. Okay, have a beautiful, beautiful evening, morning, or afternoon whenever you watch this or hear this video and podcast. And I'll be back to share more with you. Bye-bye.